Welcome to the Business Blasphemy Podcast, where we question the sacred truths of the online business space and the reverence with which they're held. I'm your host, Sarah Khan, speaker, strategic consultant, and BS-busting badass. Join me each week as we challenge the norms, trends, and overall bullshit status quo of entrepreneurship to uncover what it really takes to build the business that you want to build in a way that honors you, your life, and your vision for what's possible, and maybe piss off a few gurus along the way. So if you're ready to commit business blasphemy, let's do it. Hello, hello, blasphemers. I have a question for you this week. Are you feeling overwhelmed in your business? You ready to hire someone to help you sort things out? How often have you heard that because you're overwhelmed, you should just hire a support person? Delegate that shit. Why are you still doing that? How many times have you heard that? That's what I want to talk about today. Weirdly, over the last couple of weeks, I've had quite a few conversations with business owners who are feeling overwhelmed and who want to know how to hire a VA. Now, I'm going to preface all of this by saying this is actually a love letter to VAs because VAs are such an integral part of the business structure, okay? And I'm having this conversation with you today because I've seen too many VAs be treated not well and not intentionally unwell, right? Like not well, but kind of unintentionally unwell because people don't realize All of the work that goes into actually hiring a support person, whether it's a VA or an ops assistant or other, whatever the label is you want to call it. For this episode, I'm just going to kind of, you know, lump all of that under VA, which is ironic when you hear some of the uh, advice I'm going to give you, because I don't think you should lump everything into a VA role, but here we are. A lot of the time when someone approaches a coach and they say, I'm feeling overwhelmed in my business. I don't know what to do. I just feel like I have too much to do and I'm not getting through my to-do list. And I just feel like I'm getting bogged down working in my business versus on my business. A lot of the time, the common advice is hire a VA, hire a support person, delegate that out. But is that the best first hire? I'm going to go out on a limb and say, no, not always. Here's the thing. If you are overwhelmed because of administrative tasks and day-to-day things, then a VA might make sense, right? A virtual assistant might make sense to come in and help you with those things. But if you aren't actually busy enough with enough business or enough clients to have a lot of day-to-day admin type stuff, then maybe your first hire should be someone who's more marketing focused or sales focused or social media support. Because if you don't have business coming in, What are you busy with on a day-to-day basis that is preventing you from going out and finding business? See what I mean? So it's not as simple as I'm feeling overwhelmed. I should hire a support person. And then there's the idea that, you know, what if you don't have a clear offer with a clear outcome at this point and you're just starting out your business and you're feeling overwhelmed? Then honestly, your first hire should not be a VA or another support person, but someone to support that, right? helping you with your offer, helping you figure out what the outcome is, helping you with your messaging. That could be a coach, a consultant, a strategist, a marketing strategist, a messaging or sales coach. There are a lot of things that you can do before you hire a support person. But we hear so much that if you're feeling overwhelmed, hire someone to support you. And it's usually an administrative VA. A VA is not going to eliminate your overwhelm. In fact, a VA can add to it because now you have a team member that you have to manage, you have to delegate to, there's oversight, you have to you know, make sure they're doing what they're doing, they're going to have questions, there's a lot of back and forth. Hiring is not really as straightforward as people make it out to be. 
And because I've had enough of these conversations over the last couple of weeks, this is where I wanted to start. So where do we start when it comes to figuring out what we should be doing about our overwhelm and, and you know, who we should be hiring? It's all really got to start with your needs. What do you need? What do you need? You are not going to be able to tell that with any honesty or clarity because A, you're too close to it. And B, we're often not aware enough of what's going on in our day-to-day because we're not really keeping track of it. We sit down at our desk, we're doing stuff, right? We're busy doing, but is it the right stuff that we're doing? So the very first thing I tell anybody when they are feeling overwhelmed or they're feeling confused or they're just not really sure what to do next, conduct a time and activity audit for at least one week. If you're a real keener, do it for two because every week does tend to be a little bit variable. Where are you spending your time and what are you doing within that time? Because often what I've seen is it's not that you've got too much to do. You're doing the wrong things and spinning your wheels as a result, or you're doing busy work and feeling like you're not moving the needle forward, even though you feel constantly busy, so to speak, right? And that's causing you to think you don't have enough support because your business isn't growing. You feel like you're spending too much time in your business versus on your business when really there's very little clarity on what actually needs to happen on a day-to-day basis at your stage of business in order to move the business forward. So figuring out where your time is being spent and then figuring out what you can delegate, if anything, and who the right person to pick up those tasks would be, that's where we've got to start. We've got to start with what you're actually doing on a day-to-day basis. So time and activity audit. Not sure what that looks like? Pop into the Facebook community because that's what I'm going to talk about this week. Once you get some clarity on what you're actually spending your time on, you can now start to categorize that out, right? So make a list. Oh, I spend X number of hours scrolling social media instead of actually making content or working on my finances or refining my messaging. Like there are things that you should be doing at your stage of business that really you can't delegate, right? There's a lot of things you can't delegate because you as the business owner, you as the visionary, that is your responsibility. Now this goes out to a very, very small subset of people. I just, uh, you'll know who you are when I say this, but having a business is a responsibility and it is your responsibility. There are some things that no matter how big you get, you can't really ever delegate. And one of those things is the vision for the business and like actually selling stuff. Yeah, at some point you can have people on your team that are, you know, selling on your behalf, but they're still selling your face and your service and your expertise. So you're never going to be able to really just kind of, you know, come out of the business unless you don't want to be associated with it anymore. So Stop thinking that you can grow a massive, wonderful, super supportive business and not actually have your finger in the pie. You're going to have to do that. So back to everybody. Make sure you are very clear on where you're spending your time. A lot of the time, and I've been asking people to do this, gosh, not just since I've been working as a consultant, but way back when I was teaching too, I'd get my students to do this on a weekly basis. Where are you spending your time? They would do a two-week time and activity audit. And I'm telling you, The aha moments were incredible. I had one student who's a fairly good student, but they always felt overwhelmed. They always felt like they weren't doing, um, they didn't have enough time for for schoolwork. They were tired, always handed everything in. Sometimes it was good. Sometimes it was, you know, kind of subpar. But when we did this time and activity audit, what they found was they would sit down to play video games to unwind at the end of every day and sometimes lose themselves. And like six hours later, they would still be playing video games. They didn't realize this until they started becoming more aware 
of where their time was going. So trust me when I tell you, because I'm sure we've all experienced this. You sit down on your phone, you're going to scroll for like, I don't know, I'm going to scroll for just a few minutes. You turn your phone on, you start scrolling through social media and three hours go by and you're like, oh shit, it's like way past midnight. I should be sleeping. We've all done this. So having that audit and being aware, yeah, it's tedious as fuck, but guess what? It's super, super important because that's really the foundational step to everything else that we're going to talk about. So you've got your time audit underway. Maybe it's finished. Now it's the next step. Well, now you actually have to determine your needs. Do you need someone to help you support things? Or is it that you're just doing a bunch of random stuff? You're not really sure if it's making a difference in your business. You're not really sure what the purpose is of what you're doing. So maybe it's not a support person that you need to hire from a VA or an ops assistant perspective. Maybe you need someone who's going to help you come up with the actual foundation of your business first. So maybe you have an idea, a vision, but you're not sure how to make it happen. So maybe you need to hire someone to help you with business strategy, right? Maybe you need to hire someone to help you with confidence and self-trust. That's a coach. Maybe you need to take your strategy and now operationalize it. So maybe you need someone to help you with operations management, you know, giving you action steps to help you move things along. Maybe you need someone to mentor you on a consistent basis so that you have someone that you can touch base with and help keep you accountable and make sure that you stay on track. Because not all of us, in fact, probably very few of us are disciplined enough to stay the course. And it helps to have people who can, you know, support you. And maybe you don't even need to pay someone specifically to help you do that. Maybe you can enlist a business bestie and you can like keep each other accountable, whatever it is. But once you do that time and activity audit, now you start to see a clear picture of, oh shit, yeah, okay, this is what I'm actually doing. Sometimes it's a it's a very loud wake-up call and you need to be okay with the possibility of that because it's going to really help you get your shit together. Trust me on this one. And here's another thing I want you to consider. Sometimes it's not even about hiring someone for the business. You're an entrepreneur. Guess what? You probably work from home a lot, right? Maybe you need home support. Someone like me, I'm the kind of person that when I am overwhelmed, when I'm feeling like, you know what, I don't want to do this right now because it's just, it's too much. What do I do? I go and clean because for me, cleaning is like the best way to get out my aggression. Seriously, I'm like an angry cleaner all the time. So I will go and clean and that's a distraction to me. If my house is clean, I don't have anything to distract myself with. I mean, I can watch TV, but like whatever. So maybe instead what you need is someone to actually come in and clean your house twice a month. Or maybe you've got young kids at home and especially with the summer coming or they're not in school yet, you want to hire someone to come and watch your kids for a couple of hours, a couple of times a week. So you've got some dedicated time to focus on your business. Maybe you set up a meal delivery service so that you're not you know, worried about having to make lunch every day or even dinner every day. I mean, if you've been listening to the, the past couple of episodes, there's a bag of all dressed potato chips on my desk. Listen to last week's episode to find out why. Maybe you need to hire someone to run errands for you. Maybe that's a thing, right? You just never seem to have time for those things and it's not necessarily the business stuff. So you get to sit down and decide what are the needs that I actually have that need to be met versus I'm going to hire someone and it's all going to work itself out. No, it fucking won't. Trust me, okay? The other thing that I do want you to really, really consider is how challenging delegation and management can be for a lot of people especially if you're used to doing things on your own or with no support. No one is taught how to manage teams. No one is taught how to manage people, not even those people who take management training courses in the biggest corporations. That's why so many corporate executives and senior managers are douchebags, right? They're crap at people management. We hate them. 
people are often moved up the corporate ladder because of seniority or time spent or who they know, and very often not because they are just really good with people because no one's really taught that. So I am not saying by any stretch that you're a horrible human being. I'm just saying, look, it is really hard for the vast majority of us to understand how to manage people. And what I see sometimes happening, because I've I've worked with people who hire and then don't let go. They still want to be involved in everything, whether that means doing things themselves or whether it means checking every single, you know, I and T that a team member has been hired to dot and cross. They end up micromanaging. They, you know, they want to do all the things and they want that oversight. And I'm not saying that you completely just abandon your team members when you hire them and let them do their own thing. No. But when you hire, you have to cultivate the trust and the confidence to let go enough to let your team members do what you hired them to do. Otherwise, you're basically paying for a captive audience to watch you do all the work anyway. So how do we create confidence around letting go? Well, This is another reason why hiring outright is never going to solve your problems. Creating confidence requires having the right foundation in place before you start the hiring process. Hiring intentionally takes effort and it takes time. So we've talked about a couple of things already. Having a clear list of tasks that you want to delegate because you've done the work and then making sure they're categorized properly, you know, not mixed up. Okay, here's what I forgot to mention. Please stop asking for fucking unicorns. You have no idea how angry I get whenever I see a role or a job description asking for a fucking unicorn. Because first of all, unicorns don't exist. They're a make-believe animal. Uh, Sorry to burst your bubble. And second of all, when you hire unicorns, you are actually disrespecting the expertise of that person. You are hiring a person to shine in in their zone of genius. And when you're asking someone to be a unicorn, essentially what you're asking them to do is all of the things. You want to hire them to you know, wear all the hats. And I see this so freaking often. And people are looking for work. They want clients. So especially when you have newer support people, newer VAs coming onto the scene, they're going to take those roles because let's be honest, a lot of us, particularly if you come from a traditional workplace background, we can do a lot of things. Like what can Sarah do? Strategy, operations, I can build sales pages. I can build websites. I can write copy. I can edit. I can do graphic design. I can do a lot of things. Should I be doing all those things? No. Why? What am I really, really good at? And what do I really like to do? Operational stuff, right? Figuring out how to make things work. That's what I love. And so when I see a role for a director of operations or an operations manager, and they're like, I want you to do all of these things. Like, hell no. I'm not doing that because that is not what you should be doing with people. People are not unicorns. Hire someone intentionally and give them one sort of category of tasks to do. I too often see someone hiring a VA to come in and help with administrative tasks. But then for some reason, they're also doing social media posting. They're also creating graphics in Canva. They're also answering sales emails. They're also doing posting. Like they're doing too many things that they should not be doing. So make sure your tasks are categorized. And yeah, if you need help with admin and marketing and social media and copywriting, that's four independent roles you need to be hiring for. And if you cannot, please do not just shovel all of that onto one person. Let them do what they're good at. And you take care of the rest until you can manage to hire someone else. 
It's something that a lot of people are not going to like hearing, but that's the truth. Make sure you have a clear role description. When you hire someone into your business, it doesn't do them any favors to not know exactly what they're being hired to do. And that includes understanding the level of experience that you expect them to have, what expertise you want them to have. So for example, if you want someone to be able to use a client relationship management platform, right? Be honest about that and say, you need to have experience having used this for at least a year, six months, two years, whatever. So yeah, I need you to use Dubsado, for example. Now that doesn't mean if you're a service provider, this is for you. That doesn't mean you need to understand how to use Dubsado and you need to be an expert in that. It doesn't mean that you need to be proficient in every single platform out there like Kartra, Dubsado, Thrivecart, Shopify, Kajabi. No, 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 no. You just need to be maybe familiar with client relationship management software or invoicing software like QuickBooks. Because here's the thing. A lot of these platforms have very similar features and capabilities, and it doesn't take long if you know how to use one to know how to use other ones that are similar. So when you're writing a role description, back to you, entrepreneur, when you're writing that role description, be very clear. Like, I want you to understand how to use this type of platform. If you use a specific platform, make sure you tell the person that this is the specific platform I use. They can then decide. But you also get to decide, do you want them to just know in general how things work? And you're going to give them time to kind of learn the ropes. You're going to give them time to figure out a few things and train themselves. Are you going to train them? Or is it a hard line? No, you need to be 100% an expert in Kajabi. Otherwise, I don't want to talk to you. You have to be clear about that because you need to give people the opportunity to opt out of applying for a particular role because they understand exactly what's expected of them. And then you also got to be realistic about having the time and the capacity and the resources to onboard and train because that is something else that I've seen far too often is someone will hire a VA, let's say, and then be really frustrated that the VA hasn't like changed my business, turned it completely around overnight. A realistic onboarding period is two to three months, giving people enough time. Because here's the thing, first of all, nobody is working in your business full-time. And by full-time, I mean 40 hours a week. Nobody's doing that. They're independent contractors. You're an entrepreneur. If you're not hiring an employee that you're going to pay taxes for and salary and blah, blah, health benefits, you're hiring an independent contractor. They're not working in your business full-time. It's going to take them time to get to know your business, how you work, your quirks, what your expectations are, what you know level of, of quality you're expecting, and learning the back end of your business, where you keep files, how you like things stored, what kind of software you're using. This takes time. So building in an onboarding period is essential. And are you going to you know be available for them to ask questions to? Are you going to be able to help them troubleshoot if that comes up? And are you going to be patient enough to allow them to do that? And here's the final thing a lot of people do not consider when they're hiring, making sure they have very clear KPIs in place. A KPI is a key performance indicator. Some people will call them OKRs, which is objectives and key results. Basically, what this means, KPIs, OKRs, whatever you want to call them, is milestones. Making sure that you have milestones laid out so that when you hire someone onto your team, they know what success looks like. Right, so you'll have maybe a, you know a list of thirty day uh, KPIs or OKRs. So in thirty days, I expect that my inbox is going to be at inbox zero, and within sixty days, I would love to have 
a variety of folders and rules set up so that emails can automatically go where they need to be. And you're, you're going to be answering emails for me. And within 90 days, I'm going to be out of the inbox completely. So people will know when they're hired what exactly success is going to look like for them in that role. Because again, too many people will hire someone and they're now just coming in every day and doing busy work. They're doing stuff. So you're not doing the busy work. You're paying someone to do the busy work, but nothing's moving forward. And that person doesn't know if they're being effective in the business. Because here's the thing. Everybody I've ever met who has worked for anybody else wants to be successful. They want to support you. They want to make sure that they are being effective in your business. And you can help them do that by doing all of the things that I've talked about today. So yeah. Hiring is not as linear as people make it out to be, and it is not the answer to your overwhelm. If you do hiring intentionally, yeah, it's way more work up front, but it's way less work and way less heartache on the other end. So the next person to tell you to just hire a VA and that'll fix your overwhelm, politely tell them to take a seat. And then I want you to hop into the Facebook group and start asking questions about, you know, hey, I'm thinking about hiring someone. What do you think? Because I'm going to tell you what I think. And the first thing I'm going to tell you is what do you do every day that makes you think you need to hire someone? Because I'm all about having success without the BS. And I'm here to remind you of that. So I'll talk to you next week. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to the Business Blasphemy podcast. We'll be back next week with a new episode. But in the meantime, help a sister out by subscribing. And if you're feeling extra sassy, rating this podcast. And don't forget to share the podcast with others. Head over to businessblasphemypodcast.com to connect with us and learn more. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can have success without the BS.